Hi everyone, welcome to the Useless Doctors Book Club. I'm Sarah. I'm Harshini. And I'm Pooja. And for this season three, episode 15 finale, we're doing something a little different. We're watching um, the film, Where'd You Go Bernadette? to review instead of a book we wanted to watch this movie because part of it was filmed in Pittsburgh and we all went to college there so they'd be like oh my god I know where that is <laughs> anyway let's get into things Harshini can you give us a summary about this movie yes so basically this movie is following Bernadette Fox, um, who used to be this like famous architect person, but now just kind of like is like sits at home and like doesn't want to interact with people basically, which is pretty relatable. <laughs> um, she has a husband, LG, and a 15 year old daughter named B. Um, and they actually live in Seattle, so I guess they were like, oh yeah, let's film in Pittsburgh, because my theory is that, you know what, it's like rainier usually in Pittsburgh than Seattle, actually, but I don't know. Honestly, I forget. Then, yeah, there's some rain. Anyways, the <laughs> actual movie follows, like, um, the beginning is basically be like, asking to go on a trip to Antarctica, and like Bernadette really doesn't want to go but she's like I don't know really know how to get out of this um but then like because of her kind of like behavior and her husband kind of being like oh like like what is my wife doing like she's kind of like all this stuff happens and they like have this intervention for her um and find out that <laughs> she's actually been like um using this personal assistant that has given all her like information to this um Russian criminal organization so basically like Bernadette's just like oh my god like all these people are coming after me like she's like I don't know just was like I need to escape so she actually ends up going to Antarctica herself um is that a spoiler I don't think so <laughs> but they're trying to find her so hence the title where to go Bernadette <laughs> they're trying to uh, um find Bernadette again and like B is like yes where did my mom go anyways <laughs> that's, that's pretty much the spoiler free summary so Pooja how did you rate this movie um <laughs> love the summary um that was that was fantastic um, but I uh did not like this movie one star from me the only one star is being given to Kate Blanchett who plays Bernadette in the movie because she's excellent uh because she's good at all all every acting at all the acting she is good at all the acting but uh this movie was uh shit um I'm assuming the book is better. It's based off of a book and the book has a pretty good rating on Goodreads. And that's probably because there's more time to flesh out certain things, I think. And we'll probably get, I'll get it more into this in the spoiler section, but the movie probably needed more time um, because there were things where that kind of came out of nowhere. And I'm assuming if you read the book, you probably have a little bit more context or like, you know, understand the motivations of certain characters for why they behave the way that they behave. But I feel like we barely understood Bernadette and barely understood why she's doing anything. And if she's like the main protagonist of this movie, we should know more about why she's doing what she's doing. Um, so yeah, one star would not recommend. Uh, there are better movies out there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Sarah, <laughs> what do you think? Well, that was a little brutal. <laughs> um, but I feel like I would have to agree. I don't know. I feel like maybe I'd give it 1.5. Honestly, maybe two. Uh, yeah, not any higher. Probably two. I, I thought the premise was really good. That's why I kind of want to read the book to see how the book does it. Because it is like an interesting story. But 
as Pooja was saying, I feel like uh, things were not well explained. I was confused uh, for a decent portion. Like, I mean, I got the general gist, but just like the dynamics. I mean, like she doesn't like her neighbor. And then I don't know. There's just not a lot of like character development and background. I think it could could use some of that. Um, but yeah, agree. Bernadette was a solid actor. I don't remember what the real actor's name is, but she really carried the movie. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was a pretty eh movie. I'm entertained by most movies, so I I can't say I like hated it, but it was just there were some flaws in it. Uh, I also would not recommend a movie because plenty of other better movies. But Arshini, what did you think of the movie? Yeah, I I feel like I pretty much agree with both of you. I don't know why I was like, oh, I'm just getting this two stars. I feel like that's my like classic like bad thing rating. But as we learned in a previous episode where there's a one star book I mean yeah I guess like with movies it's different because yeah I feel like I have a lower bar for movies in general but I have to say I was just like really not interested in this movie and I really was like wow like I would have not continued watching it from like a very early part of the movie if we weren't reviewing it which was sad because I also had some high expectations being like oh like they're trying to figure out where she went like maybe we're also gonna be guessing and even if that's not like the main point of the movie yeah like everything you guys are saying about how there's no character development and I just like was not sure what was happening or why it was happening at all um and if it was supposed to be a more like character driven plot like they needed to they needed to develop the characters um so yeah I don't know I I'm assuming that if this book was made into a movie I don't know I have to hope that the book is better but the movie yeah I think I'm just gonna have to give it one star as well (laughs) and just say no one watches this movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. But yeah, yeah, Kate Blanchett was really good in the movie. So um, I guess that is our only praise overall. <laughs> so sad. Okay. Lovely, lovely review, uh, both of you. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> um, okay. Any other spoiler free thoughts? because I have some spoiler thoughts or discussions that I guess like what is this like what is the category of this movie it's just like a drama comedy drama I think it's yeah it would be like comedy drama but yeah I guess it's just more drama I think yeah I think the comedy was a little lacking (laughs) it was only Kate Blanchett she was she she carried as Sarah said she carried the entire movie (laughs) Well, yeah, if you do much. watch it just watch it for her because she's, <laughs> she's come in better movies also just watch her better movies yeah apparently there's a new movie that just came out called tar i don't know if you say it that way yeah i think so so yeah just watch that movie <laughs> yeah she's like a composed no a uh, conductor like in an orchestra not a train mm. conductor, but <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I forgot those kind of conductors like, like that was the same name. I feel like I always have context enough to know which one it is. Yeah. Okay. Should we should we move to the spoiler section of the bottom? Okay. All right. So uh we this is your, you know, signal. If you want to watch this movie, if you want to read this book, I suggest Stop the podcast right here. Go ahead, watch the movie or read the book or do both if that's your jam. And then come back and listen to our spoilery thoughts, which will be starting now. Um, okay, so I read a spoiler review on Goodreads of this book. Um, and I so in the in the you know how we were talking about in Goodreads, 
the summary kind of just says Bernadette, you know, like vanishes. And then as Harshini was mentioning, like her daughter um, kind of like, was, like ropes in her dad to be like, okay, let's go find our mom. Uh, or not our mom, her mom. <laughs> let's go find the mom. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then, so then she's just like, uh, so like basically we then like her daughter kind of like in the spoil or in the in the summary and Goodreads, it kind of indicates that the daughter puts together a bunch of clues to find out where her mom is going and kind of like what is the motivation for why her mom has chosen to leave, that sort of thing. And in the movie, we don't really get much context. We just kind of see that, okay, Bernadette goes and then her daughter is like immediately kind of gets a signal or like gets like a hint from the neighbor who has driven Bernadette to the airport. And then she's like, okay, so she's in Antarctica. Cool. So then like they immediately go. Whereas in the book, according to this spoiler review here, um, the big secret, there's like the secret that Bernadette is this like very, was this very famous architect, like, you know, maybe 15, 20 years prior before her daughter was born. She was this very famous architect. And apparently in the book, like the daughter has no idea of this past um, about her mom like she has no idea that her mom was a MacArthur fellow like a genius grant awardee like she has no idea that her mom was like this very big name in the architecture world and all that sort of stuff um, so she kind of like understands those things before trying to go you know find her mom to like understand maybe why her motivation what her motivation is to like go to Antarctica by herself and go do this thing that like she's been scared of for a while um, and whatever. So I think like the book, from my understanding, it seems like the book seems to not like, get, like, I feel like the movie was spent a lot of like, we as the audience found out Bernadette was this big architecture person way early, like we we found it out pretty early on and was not the secret. Uh, and then the daughter kind of finds out but like we spent the scene that she finds out is like 20 seconds long. Like literally she sees that she's like, oh shit, my mom was famous. And then she like stops watching it. And then it never really comes up again. Even when she like goes to like find her mom and everything, she it never really is like a big thing in like the journey to, you know, follow her mom and all that sort of stuff. So I don't know. I just feel like that. I just feel like this is getting into the point that I mentioned earlier about like things and motivations not being explained clearly and things going too quickly. I also feel like if the movie had spent maybe like there was like another like half an hour or whatever with the movie, we could have like spent more time really fleshing those things out, basically. Um, but yeah, what did you guys think? Um, I would agree. Like I until you said that um, the daughter didn't know, I didn't even realize that. Like when I saw the scene, I was like a little confused. I just assumed that the daughter knew she was an architect but maybe didn't realize how big of one but also like her knowing that didn't do anything in the story like you would think that it's like oh she realizes this and that means she does this or something like what was the point of the daughter not knowing that <laughs> like there was no point and I feel like maybe the story would explain it more but I was just like I don't know when I saw that I was like confused so wait, how did they like, how did they find out that she was in Antarctica? I don't even remember. So she ran over, like she like hides out in the neighbor's house, right? But they don't know that she hid out in the neighbor's house. Yeah. And then the neighbor like sees her, sees the daughter walking the dog. And then she comes out and she's like, hey, B, did you see your mom today? Like, did you see, oh, you know where your mom is? And then like, yeah. No, 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 it wasn't. It was like, She's like, why are you still here? Like, aren't you supposed to be in Antarctica? Oh, yeah. Like, aren't you yeah. supposed to meet your mom at the airport or something? Because um, then, yeah. then the neighbor tells B that, like, oh, I drove your mom to the airport. And she told me that you guys were going to Antarctica. Yeah. 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 It was kind of like, a, oh, like, yeah, you were all supposed to go. <laughs> Obviously, it's like, I mean, how would they how would they know where she is and stuff? But like. Yeah, I don't know. It was just so like unrelated to anything that I feel like the, the at least the book is seemingly about, and like maybe the movie is like 
supposed to be a, I don't even know like I just don't know what this movie was trying to do like and I don't know I guess I guess my main qualm also is with the husband but I don't know if we want to go there yet um but yeah no I don't know it was just like I just I don't understand like I don't know I feel like she was just like going on this journey to like like rediscover her passions or whatever and then they were like learning more about her or something it's just done so poorly it's like why I was gonna say oh maybe the point of the daughter not knowing is because she's like she didn't even realize that she lost her passion which I guess might be true but it still wasn't connected enough for me Mm, good point I think so like one thing with this whole connecting thing I think maybe this might not be like this might be like an editing problem because I feel like maybe they filmed all the scenes and like filmed every like filmed you know a bunch of stuff and like had like long interactions and whatnot but then the film just edited it weird so like we as the audience don't really see the connection between the scenes but like maybe they had like filler scene like maybe they had more scenes like because I I also felt like we were supposed we as the audience were supposed to be like oh this mom and daughter are like super connected but they like legitimately had like three scenes together before Bernadette disappears and so it's like very it, it's just like very disjointed and so like we don't really even understand why like we don't there's no evidence it doesn't feel earned it doesn't feel like that like this kind of like connection has been earned or whatever so I just feel like maybe it just might be the editing that's all we can talk about the husband now if you feel like talking about them. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I didn't even think about that. It's like some editors screwed it up <laughs> or like they had to like make the movie shorter for some reason or whatever. Um, yeah, basically the husband, we all agreed, was an asshole. <laughs> and like was very much into this other, I don't know, I guess I didn't, they didn't have like a clear like, like we know that they had an affair kind of thing but he she was our LG the husband was really on the side of Sujin who's like one of the neighbor his like admin or something oh oh an admin or like an assistant of some sort like she works like on under under that yeah but she her she's also in the neighborhood like her kids go to the same school Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, wait, how does she know Bernadette then? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was like, I don't know, just the whole trajectory of the husband redeeming himself was just so stupid. Like he just and we talked about this while we were watching the movie. We we're just like, he just suddenly is like, Wow, like I do like her. Or like I don't even know what, what his realization was, but like he just suddenly was like yeah like let me be a good husband and father but like there's just no redemption of like his character or anything and I just hated him the whole time and I was like you should just divorce him (laughs) okay (laughs) it's a strong take but I do feel that he was like not the best husband yeah I mean I guess you could say he was trying to help her but at the same time, he was not actually, like, he was trying to help her, but not, like, actually help her. Like, I feel like someone that actually cared would put more effort than just, I don't know. I guess, I guess, I don't know. He just didn't try hard enough. Yeah. I think, like, so, like, he, basically, for our listeners, the point, the break, kind of, like, breaking point or, like, where the the film really climaxes, per se, is when um, the husband uh, brings in this psychiatrist um, or like psychologist and like on on the on behest of like this other admin her name is Sujin um, and like both of them all three of them basically like are in the house and they kind of hold, hold this intervention and like Sujin doesn't really know Bernadette that well she knows the person that Bernadette's like supposed enemy is her name is Audrey and she's like their next door neighbor and so Sujin and Audrey are really close and both of them hate Bernadette and so like 
um they kind of like have this negative opinion of her and like because Bernadette like doesn't really interact with a lot of people she's very kind of blunt and straightforward and whatever and like it just gives off a specific vibe so then anyway Sujin works with the husband and so she kind of tells her husband oh like Bernadette ran over Audrey's leg and Bernadette did not run over Audrey's leg but like they just start this rumor or whatever so then the husband's like oh my god Bernadette like what is she doing and whatever and then like Audrey kind of wants to get rid of these like blackberry bushes that are between her property and Bernadette's property and Bernadette being an architect um she knows that the blackberry bushes are holding up this like hill basically they're the only thing that are holding up this hill and because they live in Seattle which is supposedly this very rainy place and whatever if a lot of rain kind of goes onto the soil it will cause a mudslide and because Audrey doesn't know this Bernadette does know this but then Audrey is like can you get rid of these blackberry bushes and Bernadette's like fine I'll get rid of them and then it pours and then the mud mudslide occurs and it like kind of destroys Audrey's house basically. And so uh, the husband finds out about this and he was like, I know that you know that this would this is what was going to happen, but you did it anyway. Like you clearly have problems. So he talks to a psychiatrist or psychologist. This psychiatrist or psychologist never meets Bernadette, but then makes all of these assumptions about her and is like, she needs to go to a mental institution. So then they host this intervention and Bernadette, you know, rightfully so, gets hella pissed off and is like, fuck you guys, I'm going to run away. <laughs> so she runs to Audrey's house because like she feels like bamboozled by this. And like the husband doesn't even make an attempt to really talk to her. Like he's like very dismissive of everything that she has to say. And she he's like already made up his mind that like Bernadette has problems. I don't know how to talk to her. She's ridiculous. Like she's hysterical, blah, 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 whatever. And so, yeah, the, and then like this kind of thing that Harshni was saying where it's like, well, how does his redemption arc occur? It, there barely is one. Like he and his daughter go to Antarctica following Bernadette. And then like, he sees her like on the phone, like talking about some new idea that she has and like, fine. And then it's like, suddenly occurs to him that like, oh, my wife is so creative. Like I was trying to stifle her creativity, but now I won't. And that's the whole thing. <laughs> that's the end of it. And then it's like, okay, they're all good. They're good to go. Like they're all together, together again. And then like, you know, I don't know. I just thought it was dumb. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I I could have gotten a little more from that. I yeah, it was. I mean, I guess he quit his job and now he can spend more time with the family. But like, I feel like the resolution was not fulfilling for me <laughs> yeah especially because it was just like such a like short thing that happened as like the real like him realizing this and like I don't know I just thought it was stupid that he quit his job because <laughs> I was like why are you gonna make money <laughs> well actually it wasn't really his choice because his project didn't get like Microsoft decided to not fund that project anymore. Mm -hmm. Oh, I guess he just, they're funding it for video games and he didn't want to be a part of that. So I guess he kind of did choose to quit, but at the same time. You can work for some some other team at Microsoft, right? Like, you know, it's like a big company. (laughs) But it's his baby. Like, listen, I saw the size of your house in Seattle. Like, how are you going to pay for this? Mm-hmm. true very true um but yeah I don't know I feel like there's just literally no like because he was so like dismissive of her and like all the problematic things that Pooja described I'm like how did the like people who made this movie think that this is okay like I don't know there's like there's a certain level of like okay like you know happy ending in movie ties everything up but this is like to another level where it's just like I don't I don't feel the resolution. I'm like there are still major problems in this family. <laughs> and we're just gonna have to live with it. I agree. I think I think the other thing was that uh the the husband also like there was this another 
there was like this other thread of like the husband and the daughter not really getting along that well because like the daughter was like you are barely here like I'm like she was like very clearly close to her mom but not her dad and so there was like this other layer of like the husband trying to like reconnect with his daughter while trying to find the mom but I also think maybe one of the reasons, and this is all speculation, but maybe one of the reasons why it kind of felt like unearned or whatever is because the this all happens in like the last 20 minutes of the movie, whereas like it would seem that a lot of this action should occur for majority of the movie. Like if the main thing is that she disappears, right? Like it you know like the main point of this is that she disappears and they're trying to find her that process should be the majority of the movie not like crammed into the last 20 minutes whereas like the movie spent more than half setting up this thing of like Bernadette you know being like a very like quote-unquote neurotic person or someone who's like not getting along with people or whatever and like they spend a lot of time setting that up and like very little time actually talking like actually in the action of like them trying to find it find her and what they could have done and this is like a scenario that maybe the director can consider if they try to do this again is that they could have in like done like Bernadette vanishes at the beginning and then inserted flashback scenes or like scenes to in like that kind of like spell out like why she might have been why she decided to leave and that sort of thing like but that would kind of make it a little bit more like a mystery um but I don't know I feel like that could have been a way to consider this or you know it's all in the editing <laughs> classic remaking the thing except it's the movie and not the book this episode but yeah no I agree I feel like uh, I mean I don't know when they literally had the description I was expecting some level of mystery but yeah the fact that like she didn't freaking disappear for so long I was like hello like why is this movie called the Where'd You Go, Bernadette? When she was right there the whole time, except for like the end of it. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. And like, if you were spending so much time setting all of that up, like you still didn't give us like what we were kind of talking about in the beginning of like, there's like, we don't understand these characters that well. And like all of that, like none of it was there. And just like, again, seemingly just like pointless. I'm really shitting on this movie. I'm sorry. Deserves it. No, don't be sorry. No, it's it's really bad. I feel like I'm also someone who like a lot of people think certain movies are bad, and I'm like, no, it's pretty, it's it's pretty okay. But then this one was just like so bad. It's you've gotten more of a critical lens from all these books that you. (laughs) Oh yeah. No, I feel like for me, I'm not critical about movies at all. Unless the plot really doesn't make any sense, I'm, like, entertained no matter what. Like, because I feel like with books, it's it's more difficult because it's also about, like, the way it's written. And it's, like, can you picture what's happening in your head? Or I don't know. Like, I feel like maybe there's not. I guess the cinematic effects is also important in a movie, but... Maybe it's because it requires literally no effort to watch movies that I could watch a pretty low-level movie and not care. (laughs) But yeah, I agree. I think adding a little more mystery to where she actually was would be more entertaining. But at the same time, I feel like it is a little difficult because, I mean, they were literally about to go on their Antarctica trip. So it's like... uh would they go or not because I mean his wife and her mom are missing is missing so I feel like the director wouldn't know what to do with that Mm. wait what do you mean what do you mean you're like if like if there was more mystery to it I Mm. feel like since I think they were leaving in a couple days then I don't yeah just feel like what are you supposed to do with them like they look around Seattle or like I mean it's not like she's gonna send them little clues because it's not like she 
I mean, I guess she could send them little clues, but I feel like based on the actors, actress's personality, it's not, she wouldn't send them little clues. She would just be like, this peace. is where I am. <laughs> yeah, peace or this is where I am. But also, like, like, I think, I think like from a practical point of view, because they were going to Antarctica, like if she, if they didn't know where she went, right, and then they found out, oh shit, she went to Antarctica, I feel like a lot more planning has to be done to like go to Antarctica, so it's not like they could have just got on a flight and like got on a boat, like they had to like have set that up already, that like, they had planned to go and that's why realistically they were able to go after her so quickly because they had already had that they could have just changed the destination and then made this more of let's go like you know run through the streets of spain or not not the country like paris or something or whatever they could have like like and then found like tried to find this person but because the setting was antarctica they were like okay we have to like make sure that realistically they had all this gear and like you know they booked their passage on a specific boat and a specific plane and whatever to get to this one specific place in antarctica which is i think complicated so you couldn't have made that part of mystery yeah i guess going somewhere other than antarctica would be i mean antarctica is interesting but yeah like you said would be more interesting if it's not so laid out yeah you know i had i had two specific qualms do you want to do you want to hear my qualms sure (laughs) okay okay you know how like in the when the intervention is happening there's like the fbi guy because apparently like we find out that bernadette has been has like hired this virtual assistant who is actually like in that company is like actually a front for some sort of like russian spy network that is like stealing people's like identities uh and also like all of their financial information like passwords and whatnot so it turns out that Bernadette has been relying on this virtual assistant and, you know, all of their financial password, all of this in, like sensitive information basically has been taken by this, by this network. Um, and the FBI comes and is like, uh, yeah, just so letting you know, like your entire like financial history is now in the hands of these hackers. Uh, so sucks to suck, but, <laughs> but I thought that that would have more bearing on the story, but it didn't. (laughs) Like, it's completely irrelevant. They could have taken that out and it would have done nothing. Like, it genuinely would make no difference. And no, I literally forgot about that because I was like, it did not connect with anything else that happened in the movie. (sighs) Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I guess it added a little more dimension to the movie and like a little more interesting, but if it just ends in the first 20 minutes, like not probably not 20 minutes, but 20% of the movie, then it's kind of pointless. Yeah. I It just like, I would have, like you could make an entire movie just based on that one plot point about like, you're a Russian network or whatever taking identities and stealing financial information identities from people like I feel like I've there there are movies like that that do that but like they just like added that in and I don't understand what for what purpose because it has absolutely no bearing on anything they're not financially impacted by it it seems like first of all you're telling me that a Russian hacker network stole all your financial and sensitive information and then you all run off to Antarctica and then the guy quits his job and Bernadette doesn't have a job so now it's like, okay, so now <laughs> all your sensitive information is compromised and both of you don't have jobs and your kid's going to boarding school. <laughs> like, what the heck? Well, technically she's not going to boarding school anymore. Okay, fine. So your kid's not going to boarding school. How are you going to pay for that that house <laughs> in Seattle? Yeah, I kind of forgot. I mean, maybe the hackers would have to pay them back, but I don't know how these things work. <laughs> not hackers whatever the russian people yeah, they're like some sort of hacker yeah okay what was my second thought i had two thoughts um oh the girl in antarctica so like bernadette befriends that girl her name is either beth or becky some b name um but she is like a scientist and she's just there 
for like 15 minutes and I don't really understand what her purpose like what the purpose of introducing this character what the purpose was of like get, connecting her to Bernadette and like what her like what their ongoing relationship would be like after after the movie like what are they still connected like what is she doing like what is what's happening I don't understand why she was there so they just like introduced yeah. shit and then didn't go anywhere with it and I was like what's the point of this then yeah I don't know what was their conversation even about like I don't even know I was like yeah I don't know if she had any bearing on like her like whole journey in Antarctica I don't really think so so yeah it was so random I was just like oh look it's wait I think she had a little in that she mentioned that she could not that she could but that she was going to the south pole and then she saw her leaving and was like that's my chance to go to the south pole but at the same time uh I agree it could have been done differently or the relationship could have been more like emphasized or like carried (laughs) carried out through the movie like so many other threads in this movie (laughs) the movie is just like it's just like you're throwing things out there seeing what sticks nothing is sticking (laughs) are you just like all right the end (laughs) yeah like there was the bernadette like having a conversation with her old professor or something and that was like a solid like seven to eight minute conversation and i was like Okay, so is this supposed to tell us how cool Bernadette was? Like, what what her past was or, like, what her regrets are? Well, I think because she was complaining a lot about Seattle, I think it was, like, supposed to emphasize the husband's point of, like, she complains about Seattle a lot. But, like, I don't know, was also, like, kind of a miss. Yeah, I feel like that little like movie in between where they're showing like all like the documentary on Bernadette basically that it's like a little movie in the movie that entire thing was like the equivalent of like exposition or like it basically was exposition where they just tell you all the shit rather than showing you anything of substance so rather than showing us that like oh Bernadette was this cool architecture person they literally put a documentary in the middle of the movie with some narrator being like wow Bernadette is such a cool architect like she did this 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 and this and then that's it like that's all the description that we get about like her past and like what previous life she had and everything rather than like showing us Bernadette being creative in any manner at all yeah I feel like it would have been really interesting to have a flashback to that point like showing how excited she is to like build these buildings and then how devastated she was when he just tore it down and like I mean I guess they showed us like the end of her like south pole building but like I don't know that was really like we're super half-assed and it was like the credit scene or something yeah it was literally during the credit scene <laughs> uh this movie was shit I don't understand how <laughs> you guys gave it more than one star like no, I gave it one star. yeah I I gave it to because like I said I I don't have serious qualms about movies as long as they make sense but I mean I will say after thinking about it now it was really not a great movie but I don't know it was I was entertained I know you guys were bored but I was kind of entertained I just I just liked Kate Blanchett like like I I just literally I think that if she wasn't in this movie I would have stopped the movie like I would have been like no thanks <laughs> I'm like, like not finishing sorry we're gonna watch something else we're just gonna <laughs> like, change it on, on the listeners like hey at the end of the last episode we said we were gonna watch this movie it turns out it was real shit so <laughs> we decided to make another movie <laughs> yeah. I, I would have been like I feel like they they like uh I want to say they like totally did not do Kate Blanche's justice in the movie also 
Like I feel like like she she like you know had to she probably had to get paid a lot to be in this movie honestly because the, I don't understand why she would have been in it or they just edited it really poorly because they have like a really good cast like Billy Crudup I think I don't know what his name is but the guy who plays the husband is like a well known actor they had Kristen Wiig who plays Kate Blanchett's neighbor like she was in the movie they had like Lawrence Fishburne I think plays like the the teacher that Kate Blanchett was talking to and like there's like a, several other really good actors in this movie Troy and Belisario who is in Pretty Little Liars plays the um friend Becky Beth I don't know what her name is but be name person in Darna and in, in Antarctica like there's like so many good people but then it's just like what and like I would say like across the board the acting is good like even I know I was kept saying that Kate Blanchett is the best but like across the board all the acting was good like no no shade to the actors or anything like that however I feel like it was like an editing thing like they probably filmed a lot of scenes and then was like oh how do we package this into like a solid 90 minutes I don't know let's just throw a bunch of shit together and then be like yes this is the movie now yeah well, I guess one thing we didn't really talk about is honestly the like lack of like anything that was Pittsburgh related, which is the purpose of the movie. Us choosing this movie, but I don't honestly remember because I remember seeing your text being like, "Oh yeah, there was like one Pittsburgh scene." I don't even remember what it was. I gotta, I gotta show you. Yeah, that. it was when he was talking to the psychiatrist. psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah, like his office. It took place in the Gates Building of CMU. Oh, why did I not realize this? I was just like, oh, I was watching some problematic stuff happening. <laughs> I want to see this now. Yeah, I mean, I like you could only tell if you looked out the window, which is. I'm, uh, like, I'm gonna show you again super movie it, you could see it for like 10 seconds so <laughs> i was like did they only film okay wait i gotta i gotta share my screen hold on let me show you this again <laughs> okay i'm gonna turn off the volume because it's irrelevant um okay nice reunion okay this don't do you recognize <laughs> this? <laughs> this is this is gates right here <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Ugh. It's so anticlimactic. I don't know. I <laughs> thought there would be more. I know. I was like, I was actually, I feel, I don't know if maybe like their their house is actually in Pittsburgh, but like. Cause it's I mean, really the vibes are Pitts- Pittsburgh vibes, but I don't know. Could also be somewhere else. It could be Seattle. <laughs> but, I don't. I think they said the filming is in Vancouver and Pittsburgh. I don't think they actually. Well, I don't know. Maybe they went to Seattle for a little bit, but especially I'm, if they went Pittsburgh to Vancouver. Get that to get the the Space Needle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they go there just to get. Oh, wait, oh yeah, mm-hmm. filming took place in Pittsburgh and Vancouver, and scenes set in Antarctica were filmed in Greenland. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just I feel like a lot of movies that are set in Seattle are filmed in Pittsburgh, just to show how rainy it is. Because even this scene, like they show, like, oh, it's so rainy outside, and it's like, bitch, no, like we know, we know this is this is in uh Pittsburgh. And also, um, was this movie shot when we were there? Hmm. It was released in 2019. It says began July 10th, 2017. We were there. Oh, wow. I mean, we weren't there over the summer. <laughs> I mean, I was. Okay. <laughs> Sarah, did you see this happen? <laughs> I did not. The only movie I seen filmed at CMU was Batman. I saw the Mr. Rogers one because they closed down that entire yeah. parking lot and then they were like, Oh, actually, there was. <laughs> True. And there was, there was, someone was filming something in Mellon Institute. Hmm. I don't know what it was, but. You should have watched Batman. <laughs> but it's, I guess you could have. I feel like it's in the, actually, yeah, I guess you can watch every Batman on its own. 
Mm. Oh, was it like one of the sequel ones? Yeah, but I think they do a good enough job of you can watch it without ever having watched any others. Yeah. But yeah. you know, there's no book about Batman. <laughs> do you so. want to read this book? Uh, of Where'd You Go Bernadette book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I obviously I only read it for the podcast because that's the only time I read books. But <laughs> I I don't know. I'm just so curious to see how well the book is compared to the movie. If the book is also a miss or not. Yeah. Because it like... has to be really good for them to have made it a movie, you know? No. No. I guess, the, I guess it doesn't have to be good execution. It just has to be good ideas. Mm. Yeah. like plot ideas but okay 50 shades of gray is not a good book and <laughs> you read and see there are different reasons i mean i i've read i read the first one and i stopped halfway through because i was like this is this is not good okay but i i mean i depends what was the reason maybe your reason is some is the same reason someone would love it Oh, I'm sure. I'm. I mean, I'm sure people enjoyed the movie. Where'd you go, Bernadette? Also, but I also think that, like, I feel like from I. I feel like we can always like movies that are not critically acclaimed. You know, like you like a movie just because you like something about it. But maybe just like the actor, maybe just like the plot or whatever. But like, I also think that in like the after series you know like the book after and the movie after no i've never heard of either okay, it's harry styles fan fiction do yourself a favor and don't look it up <laughs> but but the mo- the books like the after books have been like critically planned and like people are like this is terrible and it was made into movies and and like all the character like the, the it's like a to- it's like glorifying a toxic relationship which is why everyone who watch like who is like this movie is so bad because it's like actually bad and everything and then i'm just like why are they make why are they like continuously making movies out of this if like i mean watch them <laughs> you know, i would i would argue that they would make just even if it was horrible it's just because it was a Harry Styles fanfic, and I feel like Harry Styles has some diehard fans that would watch it, even if it is shit. Yeah, I mean, probably. Like, if you associate Harry Styles with the series, I feel like it's going to get popular. It's like associating, like, uh, I don't know, like some other famous guy with <laughs> with the series that it's like, yeah, of course it's going to become popular. But especially, I know so many diehard fans for Harry Styles that have, like, that will travel just to see his shows yeah I don't I mean like you like what you like and that's fine but I'm also like I do feel like there's a certain element of like I don't understand like what diehard fans are there of where'd you go Bernadette that you decided to make a movie about it but I'm also like well I, I just feel like from a movie production or like movie studio standpoint they're just like will this make us money okay then let's go ahead and do it I don't know. Maybe people were like, if Kate Blanchett is in the movie, I'm going to go watch it because, like, you know, she's a very mm-hmm. famous actress. So, I don't know. Like, I, I just, I feel like there, there are also certain books that aren't necessarily conducive to being a movie. Maybe if this was a TV show, it would have been better because there would have been more time. Like, you have more time <laughs> to flesh out everything. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I would agree. <laughs> I'm not going to try to speculate about how this could have been better, but I <laughs> think that it needed more time and a TV show is more conducive to doing that anyway. Yeah. You know, I feel like, I don't know how popular this book was, but like looking at the cover, like I do recognize it. I don't know if I'm just making this up, but it seems like a very much like a book you would find at the airport. So <laughs> it's just like a popular book that, you know, once once it gets a little popular and there's some fans then they're like all right it's promising yeah Uh, i feel that about about this book like it says it came out in 2012 like i i definitely think it it kind of has the vibes of 2012 also in it 
Mm. certain mindsets of like certain even like certain discussions of things it's very 2012 mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah nice cool yeah. any other discussion points that you guys want to talk about no mm -mm. all right then okay so as sarah mentioned this is our finale for season three um so this kind of makes it 45 episodes of this podcast guys 45 wow i've read so many books <laughs> the most books i've ever read in my life <laughs> yeah yeah i i was like wow that means that we read at least 44 because we didn't read one for this podcast but like 44 books is a lot of books yeah, damn. True. damn all right but yeah, so this is the end of season three. Uh, any reflections you guys have on the past three seasons or this past season? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, this past season, I'm just sad that like it started off so well. I was like, wow, got like two, I think, I think the first two books I picked were two five star, at least from you guys. And then I think one of them, I didn't rate five stars, but I was like, wow, look at me killing it. <laughs> it just for everyone, it just went so downhill. And I was like, but you know what? I think even though it is painful to read a bad book sometimes, <laughs> I'm just like, why am I doing this? But it is very entertaining to shut up <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> so mean. Okay, okay. Let's rewind. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> you do that <laughs> even though it is sometimes painful <laughs> to read really bad books and I'm like oh, why am I doing this right now I feel like it's entertaining to hear our like rants <laughs> and all the Lo and Sarah went off on <laughs> I forget what book it was recently <laughs> Like, that love on the brain i feel oh, like that was one of them for solid five minutes or something like 10 minutes i don't know i was like this is great you know we want to know what the good books are and what the bad books are you're right yeah. doing everyone a favor what if love on the brain became a movie would you guys watch it uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it's I it definitely has potential for like okay, it's just like a rom com, even if it's a little stupid, that's fine. But I think they could potentially do it better on I'm know. I'm sure they could do it better. It has room for improvement in a lot of it. Yeah. And they, they don't have to emphasize the height difference because you can just see it. <laughs> yeah. Or they could not, need, they don't need to have such an intense height difference between the two actors. They could just have two people who are close in height also and get rid of that plot entirely. True. Yeah. I mean, I also feel like one thing that we have to recognize is that there were a lot of firsts this season. Uh, we <laughs> all gave a book one star. <laughs> And we all give a book five stars, okay? Yeah, true. I I finally got a book where all three of us rated it five stars, and it was it was a good pick. Yeah, I <laughs> I did a good pick by getting everyone to rate one of my books all one star. <laughs> cool. That that was it was such an interesting discussion about all the things we hated about this book. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. so you know i there were there were there were some interesting there were some interesting interesting things i loved how we had one podcast episode where we barely talked about the book and instead discussed everything other than the book. <laughs> what kinds of what kinds of books do you think that we haven't really read that would be good to bring in because i feel like obviously as we all know we just go gravitate towards the thrillers and then throw in the rom-coms i don't know i mean i feel like we've never had a non-fiction book that's true we've yeah. never had a non-fiction we never had fantasy yeah or, i mean i guess we had science fiction but like not good science fiction <laughs> 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 
No, yeah, I feel like I definitely wanted to choose another sci-fi book at some point. But yeah, fantasy, I mean, honestly, there are so many books that I'm always like, oh, this would be good, but it's so long. And we just got to, maybe, maybe the first book in the next season, we could do a longer one and give ourselves more time. We could, we could. I also have yet to find my ultimate friendship book. <laughs> Um, true that is a that we were on a search for that I know I can't every single one with friendship is always like one person screws over everyone else and I'm like then how is this a friendship book yeah, yeah. you got well I guess they could have the plot on something else yeah I mean I want the friends to work together to do something you know why don't they work together to screw someone else over huh <laughs> Yeah. That's what I expected from my summer darlings. I was like, can y'all get together and screw over someone else? But no, they screwed over each other. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys want to read more sequels? <laughs> I mean, I think it's hard to say. Depends if you need to read the whole sequel. If I mean, Violet I guess for aunties comes out with a third book. Oh, yeah. 100%. I feel like Dial A for aunties is like, you know. Well, I don't know. We didn't we didn't love the second book, but there's still I don't know. If the first book was good, I'm like, okay. Yeah, I mean, I think any of this books we read in a series, I would read. Well, I would make us read the next one, even if you didn't like it. (laughs) Actually, (laughs) wasn't there? Isn't there some that we haven't read yet? Maybe I should. I'm just gonna go for the average lowest score like my books are the average lowest score I don't think I think maybe love on the brain really dragged your score down (laughs) but I feel like I've had of like just two and three stars from you guys yeah but my my rom-coms really bring my rating down (laughs) because they literally always suck and I pick them because they suck because you know in some ways, that's more entertaining. <laughs> For a podcast, it's more entertaining. For a reading experience, it is not as entertaining. No, I think it's, it's still entertaining as a reading experience. If I have to read bad books, I would rather they be rom-coms. That's for sure. Yeah. it'll just It's just fun. Yeah, I feel like you're the one, like I'm looking through my list <laughs> now and I'm like, you're the one who picks the most amount of rom-coms and every single rom-com. I feel like, wait. Hmm. I mean, you picked every summer after, which isn't a rom com, but I didn't give it. I gave it four stars. That was okay. Yeah, that's except true. for all that teenager hormone, horny teenager. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but Passion Park Avenue is a classic. Um, <laughs> love that one. Um. Oh, you also picked the a lot like adios. Um. <laughs> That was <laughs> that was fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then also love on the brain. Well, those were those were pretty good. I mean, from a podcast point of view, I feel like those were probably my favorite podcast episodes. So good job, <laughs> you did great. Thanks. I I do think Harshini did the best this all three seasons. I feel like her her highest rating. She has the highest rating. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, you know, I'm not trying to pick bad books, guys. <laughs> I want to read it. <laughs> How are you supposed to know <laughs> before choosing <laughs> the book that would be bad? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I always feel like anything that's, I mean, not that anything that's like above um, for stars on Goodreads is like definitely good because there are definitely some books that we don't like that have great readings on Goodreads but I feel like that's a decent marker for me where I'm like if it's like in the three stars I'm like I don't know someone's definitely not gonna like this but yeah maybe I'll choose a book that will get us all one star that's that's your new goal since you've met the five star. I've met the five star. I need to find a friendship book and a book that we all vehemently dislike. Okay, my goal is to get like a like a weird um, book, like a, a sci-fi or like a 
like i don't know if you yeah but you also don't like fantasy i don't know like a genre that we don't normally read but i want you guys to really like it so i gotta i gotta explore what what can i feel like there needs to be a good romance element <laughs> there needs to be like can you I find a book where you have a couple investigating a murder <laughs> oh my god detective couple investigating a murder mystery i thought oh, we a love triangle a love triangle that. investigating a murder mystery that's what i want to find um no i kind of want to find one too though but i also want to find a genre that i think you guys wouldn't like as much but find a good one we shall see sarah what are your goals i'd say my goal is getting an all five star but i feel like i don't really try that hard to get good books i just i don't know i really like bad (laughs) rock i just like reading them and being like this is so dumb you get that i i really respect that thank you yeah i don't know i don't know how i feel it's okay I'm making thrillers you make me read bad rom-coms that's just what what this relationship is yeah it's a balance (laughs) any other discussion points before we close out the season no all right well then our listeners thank you for joining us for the past 45 episodes and we will be back with season four and some interesting things we will read more bad rom-coms we will read some more weird shit and probably a lot of thrillers also (laughs) um and yeah so we look forward to seeing you next season bye bye bye